Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Affirmation Addict Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about anxiety. This is something I have been dealing with since I was little, and I didn't even know it. So I wanted to share with you some of my tips and just my story on how I dealt with it over the years and how I believe I overcame it for the most part. And so I'm excited to share that with you. And if this is something that you're dealing with, I just want you to know that most of us have dealt with some sort of anxiety or are dealing with some sort of anxiety, and it's not a bad thing. It's just the way we want to react to it. So I really hope this episode really is able to help you be comfortable with that anxiety and learn some tips and tricks on how to really cope with it and how to get yourself out of that. So I'm excited to share this one with you and can't wait to hear your thoughts. My name is Pyle Averill, and I want to welcome you to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. Affirmations have changed my life, and now it is my mission to help you use them to change yours by using affirmations every day to manifest things your way. My goal is to make affirmations attainable and accessible to every single person, including you, because you have the ability to take control and create your reality. So come with me on my journey, and let's see what we can manifest together. All right. Hello, everyone. So I know today we're going to do a deep dive into anxiety and really my story and my experience with anxiety, as well as what I do to help people get through it and what I've done to help myself get through it, because I think it's something all of us at some point or the other experience. We just don't know what to do in those moments. And I really want to give you some practical tips and things that I've done especially affirmations were my go-to throughout this process. So I just am going to deep dive into all things anxiety today. But before I get started, I wanted to let you know about a giveaway that I'm hosting, and it's actually related to the podcast. So all you need to do is on the iTunes podcast app, leave me your honest review and you'll be automatically entered into winning a free spot in my mastermind. And for those of you who know about my mastermind, it is my signature six-week program where I basically go through and teach you from A to Z all things about manifestation, really applying quantum physics and affirmations into your daily life. And 
And it's a really in-depth course that I did the first round just a couple weeks ago. It just ended. And I'm going to do the second round in the fall sometime. So if that sounds interesting to you and you want to try and win a free spot before I start opening spots for enrollment, you are more than welcome to leave your honest feedback and you'll be automatically entered into that giveaway. And if you don't have iTunes, you are able to go online and create an iTunes account and then leave a review online on the podcast app as well. And so I hope this is helpful and I hope this is inspiring for you because I just want to say thank you to all of you who support the podcast and it means so much to me and it helps me create more content, more free content for you guys to just really thrive off of. And that's really what this podcast is about is just spreading that love, spreading that knowledge. And that is my true ultimate goal. My goal is not to have people pay me and sponsor me for the podcast. My goal is literally to just freely speak and express myself and talk about topics that I know we all want to learn more about. And so just thank you once again for all of you who have ever left a review in the past or even just listened to an episode or shared it with someone you cared about. It genuinely means the world to me and I am so grateful for you. And that little spiel is over and now I want to get really, really deep into everything about anxiety and I want to give people a background about what anxiety is and what our bodies experience as well as how to really deal with it. Like, okay, sure, I'm experiencing anxiety, but now what? So I'm going to go into some things and then at the end, I'm going to share some of my favorite affirmations that have helped me through my anxious moments as well as a couple other things I like doing that really help me shift my vibration and get me out of that pattern. And so to start off, I want to talk about what anxiety is. And anxiety is honestly anything that you experience that makes you feel nervous and makes your heart race and just you get really worried and uncomfortable. Some people know what their trigger is. I know I have certain triggers because it can come from a past event, something traumatic that happened to you or a childhood scar that's left on you. There's a lot of things that could really trigger your anxiety, but really what the body is doing is you notice your heart start to race. You notice your breath becoming a lot shorter. And essentially it's just your body going into that fight or flight mode, AKA survival mode. And a lot of us, it's natural to experience anxiety. If something traumatic happens or like a car accident, things like that, naturally we experience anxiety as human beings. But the thing that has shifted a lot in today's world is almost every single person experiences anxiety just because of their day-to-day life. I know for me, I, growing up, experienced anxiety, but I didn't even know it was anxiety. It used to be such a not-talked-about topic, And it wasn't anything that I was going through majorly, but I never even realized it was anxiety until really recently because I was reading some of the symptoms and what it means. And what I used to do when I was younger, I realized I was having those anxiety attacks. And I want to talk a little bit about my story and just what I have experienced with anxiety in the past, just so you know where I'm coming from. And maybe if you've never experienced it before, or you're not sure if you've experienced it, you might be able to relate. So for me, Growing up, I had a great family life. We would go to India all the time and hang out with my mom's side of the family and my dad's side of the family. But growing up, I would just cry so much. Like, 
all the time for no reason. But certain times when I would cry, I remember it would get to a point where I couldn't control my breath. Like I was like panting and heaving faster than I could breathe. And it was like to a point where like, I think that's what an anxiety attack was. I haven't experienced that recently, um, but I'm pretty sure growing up, that's what I was actually experiencing was anxiety attacks. And my triggers would honestly be fear. And I think that's the thing with most of us is we have so much fear built up inside of us. And naturally you have fears about maybe having good health, being safe. But most of the time now, our fears are around much smaller things relative to those, such as not being loved, such as not feeling good enough. And it's not an actual physical threat to our body. I'm not saying it's not important. It's just not a physical threat to our body. It's more emotional threats, I think is what a lot of people's anxiety comes off as now. And that's what I realized that was happening to me. I would actually remember that my dad, he would come into my room and just rub his hand on my back and count my breath with me because that's the best I could do. I was just like heaving and couldn't even control my breath on my own. And so I understand if this episode is going to bring up some discomfort, maybe ruffle your feathers, make you a little defensive. I totally get it. And I want to just preface with that's not my intention. My intention is just an open and honest conversation about my experiences with anxiety and how I've learned through it. But I would love to hear your feedback too on what you've experienced, what's worked for you. So this is not to say that anyone's anxiety is not valid. It's not to say that you're weak because you can't control it. That's not what this episode is about. This episode is about what as humans, most of us are experiencing and a little more understanding as to why it's not to point you out or put you on kind of like put a spotlight on you just because you have anxiety. That's definitely not the goal of this. And so it basically used to be so bad for me that I couldn't even breathe and my dad would basically be helping me count my breath. And that's why nowadays when a lot of people are like, it just feel trapped when they have anxiety. I get it because in those moments, I felt so trapped that I was so dependent on my dad to help me focus on my breathing that I didn't have like the mind power and I didn't have like my mind wasn't even focused on my breath. It couldn't. It was just my body was too out of whack by that moment when I was having that anxiety attack. And so sometimes when people talk about anxiety and you talk about you have the ability to choose your emotions, that is all true. And you guys know that's something that I'm very passionate about. I do strongly believe that we can choose our emotions. But during those times of an anxiety attack, I wanted to shed some light as to why it feels so hard to choose those emotions and why it's sometimes really frustrating when people say, oh, like people with depression or people with anxiety, you just have to choose your emotions and get out of it. I know that's so surface level and that is true, but there's so much more to it. The reason it feels really difficult to step back and choose your emotions and shift those thought patterns in those moments of severe anxiety attacks or really deep depression is really because your body is not focused on that. Your body 
and your brain, all of your entire body is working on literally keeping your heart beating. It's not working on anything else because you're in survival mode. You're in fight or flight mode. Like your body is not focused on your thoughts and your conscious and your subconscious mind. Your body is way past that stage. Like it's not vibrating in that environment at that moment. And that's why it feels really difficult sometimes. So if you've ever read a quote on Instagram or some caption, maybe even my caption has triggered you where it's like, oh, choose your thoughts and you'll change your life. And it's frustrated you. Just take a step back and think about it this way that yes, I know it frustrates me, but also I understand that in those severe moments, I'm not being directly targeted. So I really do encourage you not to take this information or any information super personally, because one thing is, is that when we have anxiety and when we're dealing with anxiety, we feel like we everything is wrong with us. And that's what I wanted to bring up today is I noticed my anxiety started to shift when I started to give myself more credit and when I started to focus more on me rather than everybody else because I was so focused on everybody else's external lives and everybody else's successes and everybody else's smiles and it would frustrate me that I didn't have that. I wasn't as successful or I wasn't smiling that much and other people would literally trigger my anxiety because I wasn't where they were and I was just comparing myself. So the first kind of step, I guess, that I would recommend if you are experiencing anxiety is notice what triggers your anxiety. Notice what kind of gets that blood boiling a little bit or gets your heart beating a little faster or maybe gets you really warm because that's going to help you identify what areas you want to work through and how to step away from those triggers. Because for me, I noticed a lot of it was just comparing myself to other successful people and other people who were living the life or living the dreams that I wanted to live out and I wasn't at that point yet. That's what brought me anxiety was that comparison. And to dive a little deeper into why the comparison would stress me out so much, it's because it was just that fear of not being good enough. And so the first thing I want to dive into is noticing your triggers and starting to take your own power back. Because once you notice the triggers, it becomes your responsibility to give yourself the credit that you can even shift out of it. A lot of the times people identify themselves with anxiety and they call themselves an anxious person. But the thing is, is you calling yourself an anxious person and saying, I have anxiety and I am an anxious person. You are just reaffirming that. And I know it sounds silly because it's like, how do I explain to someone this is what I'm experiencing or this is what I'm going through. But the more you associate yourself and make that a part of your identity, the more it's going to stay a part of your identity. And so if you want to shift out of your anxiety, you've got to separate yourself from it. You are not your anxiety. And no matter how many times you've heard this, I want to explain it on a deeper level that you physically are not your anxiety. Your anxiety is just a really deep emotion and it's an automatic response to those triggers. It's just a habit. And it doesn't mean that just because it's a habit, you break it by changing and doing something else different for 21 days. It means that it's your body's auto response system habitually reacting to that trigger with that emotion. 
And I'm going to repeat that again. So our bodies, when we are experiencing different things in our life and we are, for example, we're eating food. If I'm eating a pizza, my body's automatic trigger, automatic reaction is satisfied, happy, and maybe a little bloated. That's how my body normally responds. And so in order to make our bodies more efficient and able to focus on what's really important, when we repeat things and continuously experience repeated things, our body will start to create these automatic responses. And those responses are in the form of our emotions. So for example, if I am every single day, I am diffusing peppermint essential oil, my body will start to automatically associate peppermint essential oil. And when that's being diffused, my body will automatically begin to uplift because that's the effect it has on me. If somebody irritates you a lot, The second you see that person, after you see them every single day, your body will automatically feel annoyed inside just because you saw that person. It's that automatic triggered response. So for me, when I would see other people's businesses being really successful, I would get an automatic triggered response of anxiety. That's all it is. It's not anything bigger than that. It's really just understanding where the root of your anxiety is. So say you identified your trigger and now you are starting to take your power back. I want you to think about, are you really ready to shift out of your anxiety? Are you really ready to detach yourself from it? Because sometimes when we start shifting out of anxiety, it gets really difficult because it's so uncomfortable and we want to just go back to our old selves. And I say this because I've had some clients who I'm helping them through their anxiety and they have literally blatantly told me I'm honestly more comfortable staying anxious than breaking through because it's unknown and they're scared of that unknown because they don't even know how it's going to feel when they're out of that anxiety but I want to remind you that when you get uncomfortable there's so many more beautiful things coming because discomfort is unfamiliarity, which is creating. And that's what discomfort is. Just because it's unknown doesn't mean it's bad. And that's why one of my newest affirmations is I'm comfortable with being uncomfortable because so much of the time we get uncomfortable and we're making all these big changes in progress and we're a little nervous and it's not feeling as good as we thought it was going to be. So we just rather revert back to our old self. We don't hold it out long enough to get that result and master that feeling of feeling good. Because when you're making these shifts in your reality, you're going to come up with different tests. It's not going to be like, I'm working on my anxiety and it's gone tomorrow. You're going to have to work through it and work through it in difficult situations where you're used to feeling anxious, but now you have to kind of consciously step out of your body and step out of the habits of your mind and reaffirm how you want to react in those situations. So it's a lot of dedicated work and it's a lot of conscious work and it's okay however long it takes. It's more so realizing that the journey doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be rainbows and butterflies. It's more so this journey is going to really test my willpower and it's really going to test how kind of straightforward I can go through with this. And if I'm able able and willing to really do what it takes to get over it. Because I am going to warn you, a lot of people I know have been like, well, 
I'd rather just be anxious than not just because that's how I am. And to be honest, that was me too. One of my biggest things with anxiety was I was always worried that Tom wasn't going to come home because he was in the military and he work is dangerous. So that was one of my fears. And I would just get really nervous if I didn't hear from him. And it was also like, that was my automated response for the past two years. And I can honestly say that recently, probably within the last two months is when I've been able to shift that emotion, even if he's out of training for two weeks and I don't hear from him. I've been, I've had to consciously work through that. It wasn't easy. I had little mini panic attacks in the middle, but I had to continuously push through that. And now when things come up or I don't hear from him, I'm not suffering and I'm not feeling that anxiety for no reason, because the more you feed into your anxiety, the bigger it gets and the more it can take over kind of your state of being and you just start to take anxiety as your natural state of being rather than staying calm as your natural state of being and only experiencing anxiety when it's necessary. And another thing that I really want you to think about is with anxiety, it's one of those things that sometimes you don't realize you're even doing it until after the fact. And that's okay. I want to encourage you to feel through your anxiety and just experience it rather than try and resist it. I remember when I would have an anxiety attack, I would try so hard to control my breath. Like when I was back to my childhood, I would try so hard to control my breath and it honestly made it worse because that would re-freak me out and re-emphasize it versus if I could just breathe through it and be like, okay, I'm going to be okay and just talk myself through it and feel those feelings rather than resist them and try and avoid them, the anxiety would really melt away way quicker. And that really ties hand in hand with that saying that whatever you resist, you persist because whatever you're putting your energy towards, it's going to maximize and it's going to amplify. So if I am experiencing anxiety, I notice that I get a trigger and I'm seeing somebody on Instagram and I'm getting triggered and I'm about to feel really anxious and worried about my own business. Then I realize, you know what? Let me feel those feelings. Let me just let those feelings sink in because if I try and avoid it and I'm like, oh, well, I'm good here and they're not good enough, I start to really justify my anxiety and justify the fact that it's okay to feel this way. And I start to create all these false beliefs rather than just feeling the anxiety and admitting I am experiencing anxiety. So back to making anxiety not your identity, I want you to start adopting the phrase, I am experiencing anxiety versus I am an anxious person or I have anxiety. Because the more you can separate yourself from the anxiety, the easier it'll be for your body to let go of those automatic responses and automatic emotions that come up whenever you do experience anxiety. And another thing I noticed with my anxiety is it's really happening when I feel like I'm lost and like a lack of control. And so one of the things that helps me with the lack of control is the specific affirmations that everything is happening in my favor. When I'm anxious and when I'm freaking out and I feel like things aren't going my way, I write down at least 10 times or say out loud at least 10 times 
everything is going in my favor. Everything is working out in my favor. Whichever one of those two makes you feel better, that I really recommend because a lot of the times anxiety is just a trigger of and a result of a lack of control. And it's just that feeling of lostness and we don't know what to do with it. Most of the time we try and just fight it and it just blows up in our face. So instead, let those feelings of anxiety sit in front of you and just accept them with that unconditional love. And once they start to mellow down, remind yourself, everything is going in my favor. Everything is working out in my favor and for my greatest good. That's really what has helped me in those times where the anxiety is triggered by just that lack of control and you just feel kind of helpless and you feel like you're not where you're supposed to be. I want you to remember you're always exactly where you need to be. And even your anxiety, instead of looking at it as some demon or some horrible thing that you need to get rid of, just think about it and look at it with love. Look at it with how is this anxiety teaching me what I need to know? How am I growing from this anxiety? You're becoming so much better. You're becoming an even better and higher version of yourself and that's the benefit of this anxiety. Don't hate it. Don't really like look down upon it. Don't be embarrassed by it. All of us naturally experience anxiety. It's just all of our triggers are different. And it's not a linear kind of one size fits all solution for everybody. Everybody will have to find different things that work for them, whether it's different affirmations or different kind of coping mechanisms or coping techniques that help you get out of that anxiety. And I want to share some of my favorite coping kind of techniques that help me get out of it. And the first one for sure is my affirmations. Either writing them down or saying them out loud, sometimes doing both at the same time really helps me because basically your mind needs something else to shift on. So once I feel my feelings and I'm starting to mellow out, but I'm still not 100% okay, that's when I start my affirmations. I start saying or writing to myself, everything is working out in my favor. I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. All is going the way it needs to be. My life is working out perfectly for my greatest good. And lastly, everything is working out exactly the way it's supposed to in perfect divine timing. That's kind of like my all-encompassing last resort, like smack dab right there. Everything is happening fine and I am okay. And if those are a little too complicated for you, try some simpler ones like I am fine. I am okay. I accept myself as I am. I love myself. I will get through this. I am already past this experience. I feel good. Those you can shorten up too. Sometimes we can't think of those super long phrases and those frantic moments, and I get that. So if you need to shift to some shorter affirmations, feel free to play around with those too and integrate them into kind of your little go box when you're feeling anxiety. The next thing I really like to do is breath work because the reason this one is so close to my heart is whenever I get an anxiety attack, it affects my breath the most. And so there's a technique that's called boxed breathing and it's really popular in meditation and just in most teachings. And it's basically you're inhaling holding and exhaling your breath for the same amount of seconds each time. So for example, maybe start with four. So for four counts, I'm going to inhale. So inhaling for one, two, three, four, hold your breath for one, two, three, four, and release for one, 
two, three, four. So that's that boxed breathing effect. And you can start with four seconds. You can start with two seconds and you can make your way up. And the longest I've ever gone is 20 seconds. And it's a very, very meditative technique for me because it really helps you just bring your mind into your body and only focusing on that breath and all the problems, all the triggers really just seem to melt themselves away once I do this technique. So that's my favorite breathwork technique, but there's a lot of other techniques and different yogic breathworks. I don't even remember what they're called in Hindi or Sanskrit, but different kind of breaths that we've done that have really helped me. Like one of them is breathing in through one nostril and breathing out through the opposite. And you can, I'm sure you can Google some really great breathwork techniques too for anxiety or depression or just panic mode. The next thing I really like doing is moving my body, whether it's just dancing to music I like, whether it's just stretching or just rolling my arms or doing some yoga, it's really important to move your body because the anxiety is just stuck in there and you want to literally physically shake it out of your body in whatever way. And the more you move your body, the more your body will get out of that flight or f- fight or flight response and start to kind of come back into your resting state and your normal day-to-day state, that more calm state that you want to have. Another thing I do is go outside, get some fresh air. My anxiety used to be really triggered at work because my boss would freak me out. He would be really mean to me and I would get nervous that I'm going to get fired or something. But eventually what I was like, I was like, what is the worst that can happen? I asked myself what the worst that could happen was. And I was like, he fires me. I will probably be happier if he fires me. And once you kind of talk to that trigger and get over that trigger, like walk yourself through that worst case scenario. And you're like, honestly, it's not even that bad. And I will probably be better off if it plays out like that. You'll start to be able to master that trigger and get over that. And lastly, as always, these are probably the same tips I give for so many different things, is counting your blessings and practicing that gratitude. Normally, when we get anxiety, we feel like there's some sort of lack. We're missing something in our life. We're not good enough. But remembering those blessings and all the gifts that we have and practicing that gratitude, the reason that gratitude is so important is because gratitude is the highest vibrational frequency that we can experience. And anxiety is one of the lowest vibrating frequencies we can experience. So shifting from that, the gratitude will help you shift from a low vibration to a high vibration scientifically and as well as physically and mentally. And so that's why that gratitude work is so powerful. A lot of these are really simple techniques. And I know if you're listening to this, it might feel kind of frustrating because they're pretty simple, nothing super revolutionary, everything you guys know I talk about already. But what I want you to really take away from this is anxiety is also really simple and it's not that revolutionary and it's easy for you to get over if you even believe that you can get over it. And I just want you to remember that you are not defined by your anxiety. You are not your anxiety and anxiety is not you. You are just experiencing those emotions. It's just a state of being. And yes, maybe you've had it for your entire life like I have, but once you learn to deal with it, it'll slowly melt away and become a part of your past. The last time I experienced anxiety was I think three months ago and it was something that triggered me with alcohol and I just really get uncomfortable 
comfortable around alcohol. So I asked myself, what is that trigger doing for me? Why am I so uncomfortable around alcohol and why does it bother me so much? And I had to have that conversation with myself. Sometimes we're way too scared to have those conversations with ourselves and we avoid it and we just let the anxiety build up because we think it's easier. But I want to news flash to you that it's not It's way easier to have that conversation with yourself because you'll realize those big fears and those big worst case scenarios you have in your mind aren't really all that bad. You'll still be living, you'll still be breathing, and once you can kind of accept that the worst case scenarios aren't even that bad, you can start shifting from worst case scenario mindset to a best case scenario mindset which is something that has just been coming to me recently that why can't we think more about what our best case scenario is? And so if that is of interest to you, and if you're really going to try and work through that, you're more than welcome to take a package with me and we can talk through your anxiety together. I want you to know I'm here for you. And I have like a package called the highest self consultation. And basically what I do in there is we get on a phone call and we get to talk about what you're experiencing. And I identify what are like your growth points and what are your triggers and how do we work through those creating specific affirmations and a specific routine for you and just giving you a different way to think about things because sometimes it's all just about realizing that oh, it is possible to think this way and oh, it is it can be this easy and it doesn't have to be this difficult. It's just sometimes getting someone else to explain that to you and I've experienced anxiety in so many areas of my life from relationships to work to just being a kid, like all areas of my life I've dealt with anxiety and so I am more than happy to work with you one-on-one if you do really want to work through your anxiety. I'll leave my package links in the show notes below. Um, And I just want you to know I'm here for you. And your anxiety is honestly probably a bigger blessing than you realize it. So start looking at it with love rather than with disgust or shame and just let yourself transform. You have that power to transform. You don't need anything extra. Just a couple simple shifts will really start to shift you out of your anxiety. And I know that it's possible for you and I cannot wait to hear your successful shifting out of anxiety story because I really would like you to share it with me if you're comfortable. Just so I can really celebrate your wins with you. I get so excited to hear everyone's success stories and how they're manifesting things. It's so exciting for me. So you are always more than welcome. If you want to share some of your wins with someone, you are always welcome to message me or email me. I read everything. And so I would love to hear about how things are going so great for you too. You don't only have to message me when things are going bad. You're more than welcome to message me when things are going good and going your way because that's just as amazing. So thank you so much for spending some extra time with me today. And I hope this episode was helpful. If you've ever experienced anxiety or you are in a relationship with someone who is experiencing anxiety or whatever the case might be, I hope this episode can just shed some light as to a different way to think about it and a different way to deal with it and really get over it and move past that phase of your life because it's definitely possible. And so I hope this was helpful. And once again, if you you are impacted or empowered by these episodes, it would mean the world to me if you would just share it with someone you love, share it on your story, or even leave me an honest review. Any of that would mean the world to me. So just thank you so much and have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye-bye.
that's all I have for you guys. And I just want to say thank you again for spending some time with me. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, head over to my social media. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Or go to my website if you want to subscribe to my email list, which is affirmation-addict.com. I cannot wait to hear from you guys. And I will talk to you guys super soon. Have a good one, you guys. Bye.